Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk everything life. Happy New Year, y'all. We did it. 2024 is here. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Where I live in northern Alberta, Canada, um, we finally got a little bit of snow. Um, Not lots. The trees have that magical kind of frosty snowy look to them the frost is clinging to all the branches and all the the pine needles of the pine trees and there's a light dusting of snow on the ground the roads are still good and it is really kind of magical so I kind of want to talk today about New Year's just in general and right now if you're you know scrolling through your social media you're probably seeing a lot of things about you know new year new me (laughs) and while I applaud that and I am a little bit in on that too you know I'm definitely doing some you know new calendar year renewal I'm still really in the mindset of kind of how nature works like this is still for me the season of rest and of rejuvenate and recuperate and planning and looking forward to the future and just doing a lot of nurturing right now just kind of like nature is nature is you know quietly sleeping you know storing up their energy because that big push for nature and for me comes in the spring that's when you know I'm starting seedlings and I'm plotting out where things go in the garden and I'm you know buying seeds and soils that I might need that's when I'm starting to like plan you know what I'm doing for vacations for the summer and trips that I'm going to take and activities that I'm going to do and for this season for me because I'm not super big on winter let's let's get that right out of the way it's not that I hate it intrinsically it's just that there's aspects of it that I don't like I don't like the freezing cold and I don't like the 800 feet of snow that we get every year mostly there's some things I like I love walking on new fallen snow getting that you know a little bit of a crisp walk in I love how it looks through a window or even like if I'm on a sleigh ride or like I said a walk I really enjoy it but there's parts of winter that I don't enjoy and I don't enjoy what I call the slog that's the snow shoveling the having to brush your vehicle off before you go anywhere and scrape the ice and I know for some of you that are listening to this you're like what the hell is she talking about northern Alberta Canada we get the snow we get the cold we get the frost we get all those things so going out anywhere in the winter for me not for everybody I find is a bit of a slog because it has to take so much to go anywhere you have to brush the snow off start your car scrape off the ice and frost and snow or whatever may be on there you have to shovel your walks you definitely have to bundle up. You know, you don't want to get into a cold car, so you got to let it start for a bit. So you're using a little bit more gas. You know, it's a little harder to have a cute hairdo because, you know, you're usually got it under a toque. And for those of you that don't know what a toque is, it's like a warm woolen hat. So you guys call them beanies, caps in other places. For us, it's a toque. And so the cute hair thing kind of kind of goes a little bit. On the other hand, though, really anyone looks good in a toque I don't even like you cannot have washed your hair for four days and it's just a rat's nest underneath you put on a cute toque 
and you've got it going on a little bit of a puffer vest a little bit of a hoodie underneath a cute boot and you can look amazing however you'll look amazing as you're going outside and driving around in your car but like if you have to go into a mall or a store or anywhere where you're inside for a long period of time you're trying to peel off those layers because you're sweating so much and it's that back and forth so that part I don't enjoy but I do enjoy the part of the winter that helps us to kind of pull in a little bit where we're cuddling on the couch. We maybe got a blanket on. Maybe we're doing some crafts. We're watching some good movies, some good series. We're maybe having friends over. We're drinking hot chocolate. You know, it's soup and stew season and casserole season, which chef's kiss love those things. And so that part of it that I love. And it really gives me a time to stop and think of really what I want to do come spring, summer, fall. So it does give me that planning period of time where there's like things are not as, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they don't seem to be as anxious. Like you're, it's not a hurry up and do as some of the other busier months are for me where there's lots more activities, like especially out at the farm, you know, there's lots of activities that you're doing spring, summer, fall, because there's chores to be done. You're working on garden, the field garden, you're planting flowers, you're harvesting stuff. So there's, it's very busy time. So I really kind of like the slow pace of the winter because it lets me take stock of what I like in the spring, summer, fall. Um, it helps me to kind of move away from things that I don't like to restructure things so that it can be busy, but not an overwhelming amount of busyness. So it is a really big planning stage for me. And I'm enjoying that. And I'm super enjoying this winter up here because we have had a very mild winter thus far. The cold is coming. Like next week, we're going to be dropping down to minus 27 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's cold. It's if you don't plug in your car your car won't start temperature. And for those of you who don't live in those kind of climates, let me explain this. We have block heaters on our cars that we have to plug in when it's really cold. And that block heater keeps our oil in our oil pan warm enough that when we start our car, oil can circulate through our car. And if we don't do that, it freezes. And it's then your car really doesn't want to start. And then you have to get boosted or, you know, sometimes you have to get it towed to somewhere where it can thaw out before you can start it. It's a whole thing. So we're, we're coming up to that and I'm assuming that we're going to get some heavy snowfall with that. But it's been super mild so far, so I've really been enjoying the winter. But as far as January comes and the new year, first of all, I still have my Christmas decorations up and I will to the end of the month. Because like I said, winter is not my favorite part. And January always feels like a very emotionally empty month a little bit, aesthetically. Because it's it's got the 31 days, so it's a long month. There's no holidays because your holiday was January 1st. So there's nothing, there's no other holiday in January. And I like to keep the Christmas decorations up for a couple of reasons. First of all, I love Christmas decor, like all day long. And it's still snowy outside, so it still kind of has that Christmas vibe. And instead of it being cold and bleak, because it's also kind of dark, like we don't get hours and hours of sunshine. The sunrise is kind of like at 9.30 in the morning and it's down by 4.30. So we don't get a lot of sunshine during the day. So it just kind of brightens things up in my mind. But 
so I've started doing a few things. I've started going back to the gym and I'm really enjoying that. And I started going back before like the end of the year, beginning of the new year rush of, of gym. Not because I have anything against people who do that. I think anytime you start doing something good for your body, moving it in any sort of way, you're doing the right thing because it helps you in so many arenas in your life. So I'm going to continue continue doing that. And I also always tend to do a New Year's purge around my house. And so what that means for me is I kind of like to go room by room through the month and really take stock of what I have and if I'm actually using it. Because sometimes when we go to declutter, we always look at going, oh, well, I, you know, I don't really like this anymore or it doesn't fit. Yeah, that's the easy declutter part. It's easy to declutter an ugly sweater or a pair of pants that is like two sizes too small or two sizes too big. That's easy stuff. Or, you know, stuff that you never really fell in love with and you're like, okay, it's just time to let it go. What's really hard for me and a lot of people is really evaluating the stuff in your home that you do really like and it looks amazing and you're kind of happy with it, but you never really use it. And I'll give you a good example. So in my younger years, I was really into scrapbooking, like physical scrapbooking. I know you can do digitally now. I never got into the digital realm of doing that. I do digital stuff in a lot of other arenas, but digital scrapbooking was, I I kind of dipped my toes in it, but it was never really a big thing. But I had all the paper stuff. So I had all the cutters and all the stamps and all the little papers and all the little decor stuff. And it was taking up a lot of room in my house, like a lot of room in my house. And so a few years ago, I decided realistically, as much as I always lie to myself and be like, I'm going to start scrapbooking again. The reality is I'm not because I take pictures on my phone and I'll post them to my social media or I'll save them in files on my phone, but I very rarely print them out to then do something decorative with them in a photo album. And so even though that I have great supplies and great equipment to do all of this, I'm actually not going to do paper scrapbooking. And so I got rid of it all. I sold it all on Facebook Marketplace, made a pretty penny, not going to lie, obviously not recouping the whole cost and never try to do that. Never think, well, this is so amazing. I'm going to recoup my money that I spent. Nope, that's a sunk cost. But it was nice to get some money back from it to do for other things. But that's kind of what I'm in the mindset of doing for this month is I'm really starting the process of going, like I said, room by room throughout my house, drawer by drawer, cupboard by cupboard, and really evaluating not just, oh, do I love this and is it great and is it still usable, but do I use it? Because if I'm not going to use it, it doesn't matter how beautiful and functional and amazing it is, it needs to leave my house. Because our houses shouldn't be storage lockers for unrealized dreams. So if you have like an exercise bike, you're like, yes, but I'm going to get back into fitness and doing stuff. Yes, and if you're going to join a gym, they have bikes there. You don't need to have your own. Unless what you really are going to do is start using your bike every day. 
And that doesn't mean just saying you're going to use your bike every day. If you find yourself going, yeah, I'm actually going for bike rides in my house three to five days a week, you know, or even twice a week. And so I do, I am actually using this. Then yeah, go ahead and keep it. But if your exercise bike has become a clothes rack, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter if it's a Peloton, it's not serving you and you need to get rid of it because it's just taking up space. Um, a kitchen is a great place to start that or to at least make it part of the routine because we tend to amass things just like food items. You know, how many of us have bought bag salads to throw out the next week? Because, we, and we never even open them and they're rotten. And it's all f- well and good. Salads are amazing. But if you're not going to eat the salad, you need to like not keep a hold of it and probably maybe stop buying it. Find some other way to get your vegetables that you actually do like. And it's kind of like that with possessions. So you might go, well, I need coffee. You know, I need enough coffee cups for you know, everyone in my family, and then we have guests. Okay, and that's all well and good, unless you never have guests over. Like, I never have people come over for coffee or tea. I just don't. That's just not what we do. We tend to go out and meet a location, or I'll go to their house. So I don't need a plethora of teacups or coffee cups, because I'm not having people over for coffee. And so that's something I can get rid of. I am also not you know, making, you know, a dinner that's going to involve like a roaster and six pots worth of food, which means I don't need six pots. So that's something I can get rid of. Same with clothing. You know what clothing you'll wear. And if you're going, well, I'm not really sure if I'm actually reaching for this. I can remember I was wearing this before. Here's a good thing. And you've probably heard this on a million different platforms. Beginning of the year, all of your hanging stuff, turn the hangers backwards. If by the end of the year, you haven't worn something, if that hanger is still backwards in December, just get rid of it because you don't wear it. it. All the seasons have gone and it's still there. Turn backwards. You haven't reached for it once in a whole year. Get rid of it. It doesn't matter how amazing it is or how much you paid for it. You're, you don't like it because if you liked it, you would wear it. And I know this because I have clothes that I like and I wear them every week. I wear the same pants and the same shirts and the same sweaters and the same whatever every week. They are constantly being worn and washed. And so the other stuff that's in my closet that isn't being worn and washed, I don't need anymore. And so I can free up some closet space. When Christmas started, I took out all the decorations that I wanted to use and then the rest got out of my house because if I wanted to use them for Christmas, they would be out being used. If they're still in the tote and Christmas has come and gone, it means you don't want to use them. And it doesn't matter how amazing they are. And that's okay. Our tastes change. How we decorate our house changes. The things that we think are nice, they also change. Same with clothing. You may have bought this amazing sweater and it may have been your favorite sweater three years ago. But if the last time you wore it was three years ago, it's not your favorite sweater anymore. Same with your favorite coffee mug. If it's been at the back of the cupboard and it hasn't been used, you're like, oh, I forgot I had this. You don't love it. Get rid of it. And for me, this is really essential 
is I'm planning to go through the next stages of the year is to clean out the kind of cobwebs emotionally from around my house so it can be more functional. It can be a space I can be happier in and it can be easier to clean because the less things we have in our house, and I'm not saying you have to be a minimalist and it's like, oh, I own 10 things. I'm not saying that. Do whatever feels good to you at whatever level feels good to you. And if you love having lots of decor all over your house all the time, then great. That's what you love. And you should keep doing that because you love it. What I'm saying is, is if you're angrily tripping over things falling out of cupboards, that's not stuff you love because it wouldn't be stogged in a cupboard if you loved it. It would be out being used no matter what that is. And I like to take January as a time to really evaluate that. You know, we've got our new shiny things that we got for Christmas. So we need to make room for them. And the really busy season of spring, summer, and fall for me hasn't started. So it's the perfect time to slowly work through some of these projects that other times of the year I just don't have the time to do. And it feels really good. When you go through, and I'm not suggesting do your whole house in a weekend or even a week, but you can do one area a day. Pick a closet, a cupboard, a drawer, and and not everyone will agree with this, but I am one of those, you need to take everything out of the closet, sort through every little thing and have a keep and go pile wherever it's going to go, whether it's friends and family, whether you're going to sell it on Facebook Marketplace, whether you're just going to donate it to Goodwill, and we'll touch on that in a minute. Get it all out, sort it all out, and then only put back what you intentionally want to keep and make sure when you're putting it back, it is being stored properly, whether that's you're hanging it nicely on hangers in your clothes closet, whether you're stacking your dishes nicely in the cupboard, whether things are being organized in little drawer organizers in the drawer, because I'm all for the drawer organizers. Whether it be socks and underwear, I have little cube organizers I got from Ikea. I think they're called Scub, S-K-U-B-B, is I think the name that they are. And they're fabric zipped together. You can get them in black and white. And you can, so you can have like, you put them in your drawers and you can separate your underwear, your socks and your bras. And, you know, you can do whatever. So that when you're doing your laundry, instead of having to, you know, throw everything in the same drawer or make ridiculous piles that after two seconds are going to be messed up, you just put them in their own little cubicle. So this is the socks cubicle. This is the underwear cubicle. Maybe you have a sports bra and a regular bra section. You know, maybe you have, you know, regular underwear and then fancy underwear. You know, you can separate those things. And, and I do that for like drawers in like kitchens and bathrooms, you know, so that you have, you know, your makeup in one, maybe you separate your makeup. I kind of separate my makeup, you know, lips, eyes, that kind of thing. But put it all back so that when you open that cupboard, when you open that closet, when you open that drawer, everything has a spot that is easily to find it in that spot and to return it to that spot when you are done using it. Then the stuff that you've gone, I'm done with for whatever reason, and you don't have to give a reason, you can just be done with it. And it doesn't matter if it was a gift from your dearest friend or your closest relative. If you're done with it, you're done. You can give it to friends and family. You can sell it on Facebook Marketplace. You can donate it to Goodwill. And I do it in that order. So when I'm getting rid of stuff, I check with friends and family first. Hey, does anyone want this? Everything that's left over from that first round draft pick gets Facebook Marketplace. Okay, now I'm going to put it on Facebook Marketplace, see if I can get any money for it. 
after that's gone through and people and I've gone through all the things that will actually sell and then people are like and I can't sell the other things then I donate it to Goodwill because then I at least know that it's you know somebody's going to go thrifting which is all the rage now and I'm glad for that can go and it can find a home at somebody else's home and they'll probably think it's amazing I've gotten some really great items at thrift stores that perfectly fit the need that I have so that's my project But for January, really walk, run, screaming, run, whatever, away from the notion that you have to get from wherever you are right now to perfection by tomorrow, by the end of the week, or even by the end of the month. It's not that. That's not what we're going for. And if you're And if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that that is kind of a constant theme, that we are not, we are not doing perfection. We've, we've ended our subscription to that crazy. We are trying to just make progress, just progress. That's it. And progress can be anything. So if you're going, oh, well, I'm, I want to start exercising in the new year. That's great. So what did you do today? Maybe you did nothing. Maybe you sat on the couch today and did nothing. That's also great. Resting is also a thing. That can be a New Year's resolution. Maybe you're the kind of person who doesn't rest enough and you need to start incorporating more downtime and rest time and recuperation time into your your life. That's a really good goal. Some of us don't rest until we're forced to by accident or illness. Start being a regular rester. It's good for the mind. It's good for the body. It's good for the soul. But if your goal is to, oh, I need to move my body more, then let that be your goal. Not, I need to go from sitting on the couch scrolling TikTok to running 5K by the end of the week and doing two hours at the gym every day. That's not attainable. It really isn't. And even if someone was threatening your life, it's not attainable. But do more than you did yesterday. So if you did one minute on the treadmill today, try for two tomorrow. And here's the thing about that as well. Even if when you get to tomorrow, you're like, I did a minute. That's still progress. And when you go, but no, it isn't progress because I did a minute yesterday and I'm only doing a minute today. That's the same. No, it's not because your previous you did nothing every day. So even if your new thing is you did a minute every day, that is still progress over what you were doing before. You do not have to always make progress over what you did yesterday. It was what did you do before you started doing this? So if you were doing nothing and now you're doing one minute a day or five minutes a day, that is progress. That's one minute or five minutes more than you were doing before. And kind of think of it that way. You know, same with chores around the house. You know, if you've listened to my podcast before, it's, you know, if you've got three unfolded baskets of laundry in your living room every day, maybe you managed to get it down to two. Or maybe it was just even a case of, I moved it out of the living room into the rooms it needs to go so that it's at least more accessible when people are trying to find their clothes. You know, maybe you were like, I've never been able to have my kitchen cleaned at the end of the day and just kind of put my kitchen to bed. Okay, maybe your progress for you is 
but all the dirty dishes are in the sink now instead of spread all over the kitchen. Maybe your progress is I'm going to not let anything rot in my fridge instead of letting it rot. That doesn't mean you have to immediately empty out your fridge, clean all the shelves, organize it into amazing bins like a restocking session on TikTok and be perfect all the time. Maybe it's just a, guess what? Nothing's rotting in my fridge because I used it up or made sure it was in some way gone out of my fridge before it got to that rot stage. That's progress, baby. That's progress. So keep that in mind this month. Keep in mind that we are a supposed to be resting this time. This busyness and rush that we start our year with is unnatural. Winter is a time for rest and recuperation and storing up energy for spring. So we do not need to be crushing our goals. You know, I'm stealing that from my friend Kayla um, off of TikTok. She's a friend of mine, but she also got TikTok. And she was saying that. She was saying, you know, don't feel like you need to be crushing your goals all January. And it's true. We don't need to be crushing our goals all January. We can be doing some things. We can also choose to be intentional with our rest. We can be intentional with our recuperation. We can be intentional with our self-care. We can be intentional in our progress of moving forward on our projects so that we can build some momentum slowly so we can be going at a little bit faster when spring bursts out and the, the all of nature is getting busy of getting things done, just getting busy, getting started. And we can join in. That's natural. That's the natural progression of things. The calendar year starting in January is not really natural. And even when the, if you look at the months that are named, September is month seven by its name. And October is month eight of its name. So we've bumped ahead even the calendar. Because how we look at it is October is month 10. And it's not. It's month eight. So when you think about that, we're doing things two months. We're starting our year two months ahead of time of when by its name is supposed to be started. You know, because if you start in January, October will be the 10th month. But the month is named October from the root word octo, which is eight. So it's the eighth month. And September is sept, which is seven. So kind of think of that in mind. This modern day version of everything starting in January, that's not how it was, meant, that's not how it was intended to do. It was more intended to follow how nature does it, where this isn't the beginning of the year. This is the kind of the end of it. The rest after we've done all the work and we're resting up before it starts again. So kind of keep that in mind and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, everyone is also doing on social media. You've probably seen this in years past and I've done it too. Because I kind of love it. I love having an intention that I set for the year. So my word of the year 
is live. And what that means to me is that I am going to focus for 2024 on making sure that I'm living each day of the year. So instead of always looking forward to um, tomorrow, later this week, next week, next month, later this season, further in the year, and that's all great to have plans and to kind of, you know, be looking forward to those, but not at the expense of enjoying where you are today and what you're doing today and what's happening in the moment because we can't always live for the future because then we're missing out on the amazingness that is the present. And we need to be present and living each day and seeing the magic that is each day. You know, think about how nice it is to curl up with a good book, like I was saying. You know, you see the snow outside, you got a good book, maybe you got a cup of tea, you know, a glass of wine, whatever your thing is. Maybe you've got a cozy blanket. You know, maybe you're not reading a book, you're watching a show. Maybe you're having an amazing conversation with somebody. Maybe you're writing letters to friends and family. Maybe you've started a new craft project. I'm working on a crochet project right now um, that I'm really loving. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying what it looks like outside. I'm enjoying how the frost looks on the trees. I'm enjoying how the blanket feels to be crocheted. Now imagine if we did that every day. We enjoyed doing our skincare. We enjoyed putting together a meal. We enjoyed, you know, utilizing each ingredient that goes into that meal. We enjoyed eating that meal. We enjoyed the the feeling of, you know, cleaning up afterwards and seeing our kitchen cleaned and just doing it slowly. Maybe we're listening to music while we're doing it or an audio book, or maybe we're having continued con- conversation with friends and family. Maybe we're taking a long bath. Maybe we're taking a nice walk out in the cool air, moving our bodies, getting some fresh air, getting some sunshine for the time that it's out. You know, maybe we got something new over the Christmas holidays for a gift or we bought for ourselves that we that we're utilizing, that we're excited about. Enjoy those little moments. That's what I'm going to be doing for 2024 is my word of the year is live because I'm going to live each and every day of this year. Keeping an eye to the future and stuff I have planned in the future and projects that I want to do, but really slowing down and taking the time to enjoy this moment and this day and all of the amazing things that are happening right now. Things I can do right now today, things that are happening right now today, people I'm with right now today, and the joy that I feel right now and today. And there is a calmness and there is a peace in that that I'm really enjoying. And I know we're only a few days into the year, but it's already made a difference on how I see each of my days because I'm really only focusing on what I'm going to do today and how today feels. And it is great. And you notice so many more things. Like I said, I'm noticing how the snow and the frost is on the trees. I'm noticing how great it feels to just take time and relax on the couch and feel some quiet moments. I'm watching a really good series on Prime right now. It's called Waking the Dead. 
Um, it's a British series and I love it. It's kind of a crime drama while I crochet. You know, I'm enjoying great conversations I've been having, you know, on the daily of just all kinds of subjects, you know, life and past and goals for the future and excitement for things that are happening down the road and just really enjoying each 24-hour period way more so than I was before. And I'm really noticing the difference in my mindset, the difference in my level of joy, how I feel much less stressed and much less worried and really noticing how many joyous things that I get to participate and see in a day. And I think in today's chaotic busyness that for me, it's really something that I need for this year. And it's filling me with a lot of joy, more so than I thought it even would, by just being very intentional with my day and being intentionally joyful of the day that I'm in. So, like everything on the Mama Mentor podcast, take what works and toss the rest because really life is too short to be told what to do. I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas holiday. I hope you were able to celebrate the holidays in a way that was great for you, that put a smile on your face, that you got to see the friends and the family that you wanted to see, that you were able to have the relaxing time that you were able to, that you were able to eat good food, which I was, it was amazing. Lots of good food was eaten in my world. And that you are really looking forward to 2024 and all that it can mean for you and your family and can really take the time to enjoy your today while also being excited for your tomorrows. It's going to be a great year. We're going to do lots of fun things on the podcast. You're going to come with me on the journey as we finish our nine grid garden on the farm, as we go into another season of field garden out on the farm, as we start new projects as we sink deeper into our routines, as we discover new tips and tricks on how to have an amazing home that we're not breaking our backs or driving us crazy trying to create, that really make us as individuals and our families happy and feeling really the joy day to day. And really loving our life because that's what it's about is doing things that we love that we have a life that we love that we don't need a vacation from and trying new things so I hope you will join me as we go throughout this year and if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any of the fun episodes as they drop throughout the year And I would love it if you could suggest to your friends and family the podcast as well, because I always love to welcome new listeners into the Mama Mentor podcast family. Have a great day. Pour yourself a cup of tea and relax for a bit. Love you tons. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.